What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? You know, we're doing, uh, we're very optimistic. Things are going very strongly. You know, there's a lot of negative news, a lot of fake news, but I think we're doing, we're doing great. Great work right now. So, no, we're good, whoever you are, new tech stuff guy. What are you, what are you opti- optimistic about? You know, that our economy is going to come so strongly back that we're going to get sports back. You got to remember sports are coming back, and I think that's going to help the mood of people, even some of the fakers and the haters. But, uh, no, we're doing, a strong, we're doing a strong thing. The country's coming back. And, uh, you know, some of the states are loosening. We're getting to like indoor dining and things like that. So there's so many, everybody's focused on the negative news. There's so much positive news coming out though. Such great positive news. Before we get started, I just wanted to ask you a question. If you think wearing the mask should be just a, um, something for health or do you think it's, it's political, the mask? Honestly, I think it's, it might have had health benefits, but I think it's become sort of a symbol of anti-Trumpness. I think that's why people wear the masks. Not doctors, you know, doctors have to wear the mask. But when you go into your, your grocery store or your, uh, you know, other sort of store, whatever the stores people go into, you don't need a mask. It's, you know, it's, it's overrated and it's, I think it's to make me look bad and it's, making people feel very nervous and uh, anxious. We don't want people anxious. We want a strong economy, and that requires great confidence. But the spikes are all in states that had no regulations for the masks and said you can go out without wearing a mask, and that's where they all spiked when people went indoors without masks. Wouldn't you, as president, to look out for our people and kind of encourage people to wear masks inside? Because now it is, like you said before, wearing a mask is kind of considered anti-Trump, which is very silly. I agree. Everybody should be pro-Trump. So I think it's very silly that they wear the masks. But I will tell you that, uh, you know, we leave it up to the states. It's called states' rights. This is a very important thing to me, states' rights. And, you know, I think that it's, uh, I think they're doing a strong job. You know, Florida had a lot of cases the last two days, and today they had a lot of cases but it was fewer cases than yesterday. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get to the whole COVID talk after I just wanted to ask your opinion. If you thought wearing a mask was health or political. I like seeing the videos of the angry white women and they, they call them Karens and I don't like that. And uh, you know, I tell, I tell Ben Carson often that he can't say he's not allowed to say Karen, the full word. He's got to call it the K word. Because that's our word. Karen is our word. And when the blacks use it, it's a slur and they shouldn't be allowed to say it or else I'm going to start saying, you know, the N word and I'm not going to call it the N word. I'm going to say the full word. I, I don't think that is even the same at all, Mr. President. Well, I, I didn't, excuse me. I didn't ask if you thought it was the same. I'm telling you it is the same. Karen is a slur. Let me tell you something. If I saw some black call Ivanka a Karen, I would order some of my security people to beat that person up. 
Mr. President, Karen is a word that was invented recently to, I don't know, describe these women who are racially profiling people and treating people unfairly based on the color of their skin versus the N-word, which has a historical uh, meaning of being a derogatory term towards well, that, black excuse people. Me. Well, of course, but doesn't history has to start at some point? You know, when the first guy invented the N-word, did he use that? Did he say, well, actually, I just made this word up yesterday, so I guess it's okay. And then nobody said anything. And then a few hundred years later, it's the worst word we have, even though I don't agree with that. I think it's a strong word. But I think that, Karen, you got to stop it now because you know what? 200 years from now, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be calling people Karen in the street and, and it's going to be a whole lot nastier. So I'm, look, I'm trying, you know me, I'm somebody that likes to look forward, okay? I'm a, a big thinker and I like to plan ahead. And I, th I see Karen becoming a very hateful word and I want to stop it now. So Karen is the new N-word and I won't support it. So you think Karen is the new N-word? That, that's what you are supporting here. Let me, put let me put it this way. If you saw a black woman named Karen, that's probably the most hateful word in the world if you call her a Karen. It's like a double slur. <laughs> Is that what you think? Actually, no. It would, it, would double, it would cancel each other out. But if you saw a mixed-race woman, if you saw a mixed-race woman and, you, and her name was Karen, I feel bad for her. No parent should do that. Going forward, executive order... Mixed race kids, even though we don't really approve of them to begin with, mixed race kids should not be named Karen. I don't know why you don't approve of mixed race children. That's that's horrible. Who said Mr. that? President. Who said that? You you just said no, that we don't. You know what? Now you're being cute. Nobody said that. Okay. Well, Mr. President, you are you have very strong Twitter hands, and maybe sometimes I don't know if you retweet things without even reading them or listening to them. Or maybe you do. I always, excuse me, everybody wants to say, I always put great focus on my tweets. These are sort of official statements. And I put great care into the tweets because I know it's a, even though it's not sort of on White House stationery, it's a powerful thing when it comes from the president. So I stand by my tweets and I give great, you know, I give great focus and great care when I'm sending out one of my great tweets. Well, why did you retweet a Trump supporter? yelling white power in a video you retweeted it and then you on you deleted the retweet now did you delete the retweet because of the flack you got from it or did you delete the retweet because you made a mistake oh well i wasn't paying attention to that tweet i was giving very little <laughs> attention to that tweet so i didn't even hear anybody say white power i think when i hear the word terms white power i thought they were talking about a like a remake, you know how everybody's, you know, firing anybody who's not 100% black from shows, you know, oh, I, you know, I'm doing the voice of somebody who's 1 16th black, but I'm only white, so I can't do this, please cancel me and take my money and I'm a great liberal. Well, I thought they were advocating, like, for, you remember, there was a show called Power, Power. Yes. <laughs> I think we may have talked about it. I, Carmelo Anthony's wife is a real, you know, I don't often go for the caramel, but I would have a whole caramel Sunday of Lala. But I'm telling you that I thought they were doing a white remake of Power, the show. 
so I thought, well, no, you know, all the whites are quitting shows and being kicked off shows and deleting episodes because of the PC mafia. So I thought that our great people, our great mega TV supporters were saying, we're going to do a white power, like a white episode of power. And I thought that's a great idea. You know, fight fire with white power fire. And then they explained it to me that the person was not talking about the show. And I said, oh, well, you know, I guess I'll delete it because it's not, you know, it's not what I wanted to convey, even though I think, you know, all power matters. So, so you enjoy uh, 50 Cent and, and 50 Cent. He is a, an actor. No, I like, on- well, you know, the cheapest I go is the dollar menu at McDonald's. I'm talking about 50 Cent, the rapper who is uh, also an actor. He's in the show Power. So what you're telling me is that when you heard the words... Well, I just fast forward to the scenes with Lala. Okay. Well, when you heard the words White Power, you automatically just went to, oh my gosh, they are remaking the show Power and making a white version of it. That's exact. Well, exact. That's what I said. So you're just restating what I said because you know what I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you know this. There's been a lot of people quitting shows, cartoons, even that they can't do the voices now. They can't do voices. Oh, I'm, I'm a white person, so I can only do cartoons about white people, and 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 it's going out of control. It's out of control, and you know I think it's a disgrace. And I thought we were fighting back with white power, like kind of doubling down saying, we'll take the black shows and we'll make them with white people just to prove how crazy this is. But it turned out to be, the person was just, I think, speaking you know, with pride of, of, of white power. And that's okay, but it's not the message I wanted to convey. Oh, well, you clear that up. So um, I really don't have any other questions about that because some people thought you were being a racist, but if if it's because you wanted the version of power to be a white version and just how all these people, white people are getting fired and they're quitting because they're voicing black actors, it totally makes sense. So right. um, well, I'm, I'm telling you, we're going to look to probably produce white power. You know, it wasn't the idea, but now I think we're going to produce white power. <laughs> and, you know, I think it'll be strong. I think... Uh, because the the lead in in power, his name was Ghost, and what's what do you think of when you think of a ghost? Uh, well, a white a white ghost. That's what you think of. A white ghost. A white ghost. Well, guess what? Guess what color? What race? Ghost was in Black Power. It's not called Black Power, but we're referred. It will be referred to now as Black Power. He was African American. So where's the cultural appropriation? You know how they love to say the culture? They made a character named Ghost who is the farthest thing from white. So I'm calling on 50 Cent, whatever his name is. Uh, He needs to erase all the episodes of Power that feature a black playing a white ghost. Well, we uh, we will look into that, as you say. We'll, we'll look into that. Um, Mr. President, I know you don't like to admit defeat or any faults about yourself, no, but... Well, I don't like feet. I like, I'm more of a breast man. I think you know that. Defeat. I say defeat. Not, well, however, you not know, that's defeat. how some of the African-Americans say it. So, <laughs> you know, defeat. So I like the boobs. Um, well, Mr. President, when I was talking about it in the polls that have 
come out (laughs) and the polls that have come out um they put you behind uh, biden it's going to be a landslide right now as as they are saying and how are you planning on reviving the campaign it's a good it's probably your first good question of the whole podcast this week we're going to revive the campaign with great strength, okay, and tremendous toughness. We're calling it the strength and toughness campaign. The economy <laughs> is going to come back, okay, and nobody knows this, but the economy is going to come back very strongly. And then we're going to have debates with Sleepy Joe. He's going to do horribly. We already know that. He's going to sleep. But here's the thing. Here's an exclusive for the Mapigo audience. The Mapigas who join the Patreon and become Patreon patriots and also those people. There's three classes. I got to tell you, there's three classes, I think, of our followers. The Patreon patriots, who are, who are the, the, the platinum people. Uh, the Mapigas who listen, maybe don't have the great wealth to do the Patreon, but they listen and they give us five stars. And then you've got your Mapigas with the hard R. And they don't even give us the review. So I'm just letting them know. We got to get to a thousand reviews. I know this isn't the time for that, but I felt very strongly about it. I want to get to a thousand ratings on iTunes by the 4th of July for our great patriotic holiday. And we're at like 860. So there's a lot of work to do and I expect it to be done. But anyway, you well, that would help to- you, Mr. President, with algorithms and get more attention on your campaign. Well, so it's Al not Gore so cannot bad. Dance. Excuse me, Al Gore cannot dance. So I don't want to hear about Al Gore's rhythms. But the <laughs> issue I have, the strong issue I have is we're going to get the economy back and sleepy Joe is a terrible candidate who's sleepy. He might not even make it to be honest to the election, but then we're going to announce early October. Okay. You're hearing it here first. Mm -hmm. We're going to announce that we have a vaccine for the COVID. Oh, so that's your plan. COVID vaccine. No, no, my plan is not to have a COVID vaccine. It's to tell people we have a COVID vaccine. Oh, so lie to the Americans that you have one. Well, no, we might have it. We might have it. You know, we got a lot of tests to do, but we're going to tell them we have it. And eventually we'll have it. Well, Mr. President, I think that is an idea for sure. I think also maybe having some guests on the podcast who can help boost your ratings and maybe people who you're not familiar with or, or maybe well liked by like for instance um there's a podcaster comedian named named jared freed he has a big following um with millennials and i think millennial you need the millennial vote so we are having him on the podcast in july and he is going to guide you and try to help you out and maybe give you some advice and you could ask him um, what you what changes that maybe um you can do that get the millennials on your side so Maybe we can have other guests. Maybe the listeners tweet at us at Trump Pod. What other guests do you think can help out the president in his campaigning and get um, you know certain demographics on his side? Maybe we can get Diamond and Silk to come on. Raisinette and Goober. Well, whatever you call them, Diamond Those and Silk. Fat unemployed blacks. We call them. We call them thubs. Well, Mr. President, I think it's a good idea to have some guests on who can help um, with with votes and, and, and getting your ideas to people maybe who you're not familiar with. 
you know, it's an idea. I think that uh, there's talent out there that we can still tap. We can get some great talent. But I think we, we're going to do very strongly. I think we're going to surprise people so, so strongly in November. It's going to be – people are not going to know what hit them. We're going to, we're going to burn a lot of mail-in ballots. I think that's going to help us. Okay. We're going to tell people we have a COVID vaccine. We're going to have watch Sleepy Joe probably fall asleep right during the debates. And the economy is going to come back and people are going to realize, you know, what, Donald Trump has gotten us through this tough time and I think we should support him again. But I'm, I'm willing to listen to other great people who have ideas, but I can tell you we've got the strongest ideas. Well, I think so too, but, you know, listeners at Trump Pod or on Facebook and, and get, leave a message and uh, let us know who you'd like to see on the podcast as a guest to help the president with his campaign. Now, Mr. Stormy president, Daniels. Don't know her. Okay. Well, well, we won't put her on the list, but maybe we will. Mr. President, uh, we have another great sponsor, one of our favorites. BetOnline.ag is our sponsor for this week. Great and sponsor. Th- Very loyal sponsor. Strong, strong sponsor. Well, there's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, BetOnline, because sports are slowly making its way back. We have the USC. We have NASCAR. Soccer, soccer. We have also baseball is coming back. I know it's a shortened season, but every game is going to mean so much. So I would definitely bet on every single baseball game. Bet online has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming matches this weekend. And if you need more, Mr. President, Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. So you can bet on gamers. And if you Maybe sports aren't your thing, Mr. President. If you're looking for something else, maybe, I don't know, casino games. There's hundreds of live casino games. There's poker tournaments and all the best props in the business. So visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. So baseball, there's golf, NASCAR, Place your bets. Sports. The Negro, ba- the Negro Basketball Association will be back soon as well. It's national, and it's it's going to be making a comeback soon for sure. And that's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. BetOnline.ag. I'm pretty sure that Goofy, when they go to Disney, Goofy is going to be dating the Kardashian that had sex with all the NBA players. The tall one, that's OJ's daughter. I think Goofy and her are going to have a strong affair. Chloe Kardashian is going to be with Goofy? If that's her name, sure. I call it Chloe Simpson. (laughs) But uh, no, I think it's going to be great. I think I can't wait to see the pairings. I think Ariana Grande maybe we'll get with like Mickey Mouse or something, you know, like a little, like one of the little Disney peoples. So who? Grande. It's Ariana Grande, not Grande. yeah, well, she's she's uh, she's Ariana. Don't care when it comes to me. So, Mr. President, some disturbing news recently came out about Russia. I don't know if you knew this information, but there were bounties. No collusion. Well, can you hear me out? Uh, I'm just saying. Were... Okay. Well, I'm saying. Excuse me. I'm saying there was no collusion. It's the Russia hoax. Okay. Well, Russia, Putin, and Russia paid. Great <laughs> Great Vlad, you said. He's a great shirtless Vlad. He's, a, he's one of our great people. Well, he paid the Taliban or the Taliban, however you want to pronounce them, to 
kill American soldiers. They had bounties on American soldiers' heads, and Russia was behind it. So is shirtless, tough, strong Vlad still a good guy? Shouldn't that make you angry, Mr. President? Shouldn't you want to cut ties with Russia trying to take out our soldiers? Well, I, you know, Vlad told me he saw these fake news reports, and he told me very strongly over, uh, over uh, what's it called? Is it WeChat? Is that the app? Zoom? Is it you Zoom? Uh, we no, no, no. Isn't there, there's like a, let me see. I'm looking at my phone right now. There's like this, they call it encrypted, so you can't kind of find out what's going on. When oh, WhatsApp? Li- WhatsApp? Is that what you... Is it WhatsApp? It might I be WhatsApp. 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 Let's see. Remember what's happening with the, with the fat black dancing? <laughs> what happened? WhatsApp. It's called WhatsApp. It's WhatsApp. That's it. What's happening? Uh, with rerun. Remember rerun? I do remember rerun. Rerun. We should get rerun. Could maybe replace Diamond and Silk if he's politically correct. If he's got the right, and I don't mean PC. I mean if he's got strong principles. But uh, uh, is there a sure. dog? Is there a dog barking somewhere? Um, I, I do hear a dog. I do not have one. Is there? A, I didn't. I didn't think the we had to put in new security. We had to put in new security, and you know I don't like dogs, but we had to put in this new security system, and now these dogs like walk around barking and I say, get them out of here. The only time I want a show involving an animal, it's called a donkey show in Mexico. That's the only time I want any animals showing up around me. But I will tell you, uh, Vlad told me on, on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. told me on WhatsApp in very strong terms, he said, sir, and he used sir. That's how I know he was serious. He said, okay. sir, we did not put any bounties on any American troops. And I believe him. I believe, I think he said it, he said it so strongly. There's evidence, Mr. President. There's intel. There's evidence. This is not hearsay. I, I, I spoke, I spoke to the great Vladimir Putin. I talked that- to shirtless Vlad and he told me himself, do you have better intelligence than that? I spoke to the guy who'd know. He can he lie said, to you. Well, why would he do that? Because he's a crooked, evil man. That's why. No, no, no. Well, you don't know him like I do. I think he's, he's a tough guy and he's a smart guy. And I'm the president of the United States. Why would he lie to me? I'm the one person he should tell the truth to. I'm so powerful that he should tell the truth. It makes no sense for him to lie, so I believe him. We're looking into it. We think the deep state is trying to embarrass me. Uh, you know, Vlad said, and I remember his exact words, I have not put... Any bounty on American Coast Guard people. He specified, he said the Coast Guard. And I knew from that moment that he was, we knew it. I knew he was telling the truth. We're not talking about Coast Guards. We're talking about Army and, and, and special ops. And we're not the talking Coast about Coast Guards. part of our great, and, Coast- and, he, and excuse me, he also said he did not put a bounty on Space Force. So Space Force just created. You don't even have troops for Space Force. You don't know what we have. Well, it, it, who cares about it? Oh, well, so it I see, okay, on so moon? on the, excuse me, the week of our great country's birthday, 4th of July, you say to your president, who cares about the great Space Force? I'm saying you who, think this is the right week to show that kind of disloyalty? No, Putin you're right. Told I, me, Putin told me in strong words, I have not put a bounty on the Coast Guard 
or the Space Force. And I said, thank you for your honesty. I knew this was all fake news. And we, when we had a great, it was a great WhatsApp. What's right. happening? Remember, I love, I, I, I do like watching that one. They had, uh, <laughs> they had, they'd Raj. I think Raj was like the nerdy looking one, but I loved that rerun. He just danced around with his, it looked like he had like a Kangol hat before they became popular. Um, he, he did have a Kangol hat. They were pretty popular back in the 70s, I think, Mr. President. Well, was I was President too busy he... keeping blacks out of my buildings to know what they were wearing, so. Well, that's awful. And No, it's not awful. It was a good business decision. And then we settled the lawsuit, and it was, uh, you know, that's things you have to do when you're tough in business. But I trust Vlad. He said no bounty on Coast Guard, on Space Force, and I Boy I Scouts think that was... and the Brownies. No, actually, he didn't promise me that, so maybe we should protect our Boy Scouts. But obviously, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a man of honor. He's a man of great honor. So he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. He might, you know, he might poison a Girl Scout if her father said some bad things about it, but he wouldn't do that out of, you know, out of, he wouldn't randomly and cruelly poison a Girl Scout. He would, he's a very respectful guy. Mr. President, you, this past week, you did a... Um special bonus episode for our perfect 10 patreon patriots and um it, it went fantastic we answered a lot of questions for for the people who wanted to know things that are going on in this world from covid to your personal life and um just want to thank I remember you remember there was a great we're well, sure that we had a great question about india remember that answer to india i thought that was the highlight of the uh, episode there were lots of solid questions, and if you'd like to join next time for July or pick any um, tier that's good for you, we got BJMP, we have Ivanka level, we have the Perfect 10 level, go on patreon.com slash MPGA to become a Patreon patriot. And, of course, if you're listening on iTunes, guys, please leave a five-star review. Um, I meant five-star rating, leave a review with the algorithms. It helps move us up. We, we got to so, get to a thousand. That's a real, like I said, our goal is three K's. We want to get to 3000 cause then we can put up the KKK. But for <laughs> now, one K we want to get to that thousand. So it's very simple. Even if you don't use the, the, you know, the Apple tunes with the Tim, the gay cook, the guy who runs Apple tunes, but, uh, you know, just leave the five stars. It's, it's great. And a review. It's a great thing. And it costs you nothing. If you're one of the poor, if you're one of the Mapiggers, at least become a Mapigga by giving us a great review. And then obviously we hold the highest esteem for our great Patreon patriots. Yes. Yeah, so leave a, leave a rating, uh, five star, leave a review. And also if you're not on iTunes, you could listen to us on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spotify. Now, Mr. President, COVID is making a huge comeback in this country. Don't call uh, it a comeback. Well, we're Remember going that? to call Remember LL? Yeah, LL Cool J. From great Queens, rapper. but yeah. he was raised out in Brooklyn, whereas I was, I'm from Queens, and I was raised in a much better place than LL Cool J. Well, there's no need to, to say well, that. No, he kind of he brags a lot, and I just want him to know, if he's listening to the podcast, that uh, I'm not impressed. Mr. President, we had the most cases in COVID on Friday. I think it was 40,000 in one day since April. All the states that have reopened without any regulations or rules have all spiked. 
you keep saying that it's not a problem. You have it under control. People are testing positive because we're testing so much. You've been scaling back the testing. Mr. President, your, your own people are saying the window's closing to get COVID under control. And you are treating this uh, like it's, um, I don't know, like you got a little boo-boo. I don't understand. Oh, no, I'm healthy. I have no COVID, so I'm good. But uh, I will tell you, you we're concerned, but, you know, we gave it our best shot. And I think at this point, you know, we're very close to sort of adopting BGMP. It's Big Gay Mike Pence for any of our new listeners. We're kind of close to adopting his sort of prayer stance. We're thinking that maybe prayer and reflection and just quiet is probably maybe the best plan at this point. Because this, nobody saw this coming. Nobody saw this coming at all. And it so, took us totally by surprise. And it's a, it's, a, it's a nasty, vicious enemy. And I think at this point, we just have to, you know, we have to sit back. We have to have great prayer. And we have to hope and pray that, you know, it's mostly Democrats who die. You're saying we have to pray the COVID away. PTCA. Mr. President. We're going to make hats. We're going to make hats. Hashtag PTCA. <laughs> Mr. President, you can't pray the COVID away. What you have to do is you have to make everyone wear a mask when they're indoors and social distance outdoors. States that are doing that, even during these protests when people are outside, the cases in New York have not really gone up since the protests. It's when people are indoors, not social distance, not wearing masks. Why even have indoor spaces open during the summertime? Well, because we have great air conditioning. You can have air conditioning in your own house, but why have a business open when if people are not wearing masks, people are going to spread COVID? It's a fact. You can't argue with science. Why are you trying to argue with science? No, no, I'm not arguing with science. I'm saying, okay, science, you know, good job. You did some science. And now we want to see what we can do. And I think we need to get our country back. We need it. We need a country back. It has been taken from us by the COVID, by the Democrats, by the Chinese and the Mexicans. We're going to get it back. We're going to get our country back, our economy back. And we've got to do it. We have got to do it. And we're going to do it now. We're going to do it strongly. And, you know, just hope that, you know, that most of the people who maybe don't make it are, uh, are Democrats, people who don't love our country. Mr. President, you're, ask, you're basically saying, we, I know people are going to die and hopefully the people who aren't on my team. How about you just put restrictions to stop this so you don't have to worry about more people dying? You ever heard that phrase, Jesus is my co-pilot? You know, like people of faith, they'll sometimes say that. You know, meaning like that's who's got my back. That's who yes, I trust. Yes, is Jesus just the regular pilot? He's not even the co-pilot on this one? No, no, COVID is my co-pilot in the re-election. Okay, people thought I was going to replace big gay Mike Pence with Nikki Haley. They thought, oh, they'll put the, the hot Indian to replace the, you know, assless chaps vice president. And no, that was never part of the plan. I am going to use COVID as my vice, my running mate. Sure, Pence will be there. He'll be standing there. He'll be saying words. But my real running mate is COVID. And we're just hoping that COVID can, you know, we're going to let COVID be COVID, as they sometimes say. 
How is COVID going to be represented? Is it going to be a man in a big COVID suit? Is it going to be a vial of COVID that you're going to hold? Is no, COVID going to have its own COVID cart? is out. COVID is out there working right now. He's, you know, he's just hopefully going to leave the MAGA people alone and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Mr. President, you're making your MAGA supporters. There was a clip I saw online where this man said, I know COVID's for real. I had a neighbor die and I had a friend's daughter die, but I'm still not wearing my mask. Is that the dumbest comment you've ever heard someone say? No, because I spoke to that guy and he told me that his neighbor and his relative were both Democrats. And I thought when you are a person of great faith, when, when, you know, God, I think God loves Republicans. I think he's, he loves that we're strong people of faith, that we love his Bible. And I think he's going to protect us. And I think nobody wants to hear that, but, Democrats are in trouble. COVID, COVID love, COVID is a very strong conservative. Okay. He's a conservative guy and you know, we'll see what happens. I had no clue that COVID was like actually a being and had intelligence and could Well, you've heard me before though. Everybody made fun of it when I said COVID, this is a smart virus. This is one of the, is a nasty smart virus. Everybody wanted to make fun of it, you know, when I said that a couple of months ago. Well, now I see how smart it is, and it's, it's doing strong work. So Trump COVID 2020. So the infections don't bother you. Your denial of COVID when scientists come out and basically say the opposite of what you are saying how many people have to die for you to actually get on the bandwagon of having people wear masks or there's no number of deaths that will have you support uh, mask wearing? No, well, I'll tell you, it's, it's one of those questions that's very tough to answer right now. And I think the answer I would give you is we'll see what the electoral college has to say. <laughs> because if Trump gets to that 270 electoral college votes, I'd say the tolerance is pretty high. But Mr. President, in all the polls, you are down. Even the swing states that you won last time, you are down. In states that you should win, you are down. Florida, you're down. Arizona, you're down. All the states that like you, you're, you're down in the polls. That does not make you worry whatsoever? No, no. They, they, I know those, those people, they're going to come out. They, this is a tough time. They're asking them at a very tough time. You know, if somebody asks you, if while you're eating a, you know, hot fudge Sunday, getting a blowjob, if somebody asks you, are you happy? I guarantee you the results are going to be pretty high when they say, yes, they're going to go oh, 99.8% of people are happy when that's happening. And then they say, what happens if you're uh, eating kale and getting drilled by, you know, the gimp, the gimp for Christ, Mike Pence, are you happy right now? And most people would say, no, and then they say, oh, look, the results are terrible for Trump. No, it's a tough time right now. Right now, my great states like Florida and Texas and Arizona, they're just simply going through their kale eating, getting railed by Gimp Pence phase. But when that's over and the economy comes back and they have their great weather and their great health, they'll be in the nicer place. And that's when they'll vote for Trump, especially when we tell them, as I said, one of the great 
sort of main parts of our campaign going forward is in October, we're going to announce that we have a vaccine. Well, I like your plan, even though you might be lying to people. Well, I don't know. We might have a vaccine. I could say that, and then I find out, oh, one of the scientists has a vaccine, right? Not a lie. Mm, not a truth either, though. Well, you know, I, uh, you know what you call it when it's not quite truth and not quite a lie? What do you call it? You call it a tie because it's in the middle. <laughs> Mr. President, the last thing I wanted to talk to you Bars. about... <laughs> the last thing I want to talk to you about today is a, a group of people called the Lincoln Project. Do you know who these people are? Great band. They do that rap. They do like the rap and the, the metal, right? They do the, I'm about to break. They do the great, I love the, it's good. No, that, that's, that's, it's, that's, it's, well, excuse that's Lincoln, me. That's excuse, Lincoln Park. It's Lincoln. Excuse me. Excuse me. I know the Lincoln Project very well. They had a singer, unfortunately, who, who you know, is no longer with us, but they were great. They were like a band. They had some Asians. They loved Abe Lincoln. So they were great Republicans. And they played that very tough music. So talented people. So we love the, the Lincoln, the Lincoln project. Okay. They were, uh, they, they were a great band. Very strong. Well, you're talking about Lincoln park. They, they were, they're a pretty strong band. Now, Mr. President, Lincoln project are a group of Republicans who are actually Basically, Republicans against Trump. They have put out. So these videos. are these are African American uh, supporters no. who live in the projects. No, the, these are. Uh, well, you said they, a lot of, a lot of white people. They, so that you said they're the Lincoln Project. So I assume they live in projects. So no, I just they don't. Assume they were African just, American. Just the title for what they call themselves, the Lincoln Project, and they. Well, released... I think somebody needs to sue them because they sound one at one moment they sound like a, a great rock band. The next they sound like they. You know, they're naming themselves after a, a housing project, and then you tell me it's neither. Well, it is neither. They're basically trying to get you out of office. They don't like the way you're dealing with COVID. They think you're embarrassing the Republican Party, and they are basically Republicans against Trump. Uh, how do you feel about this group? Well, you know who's in that group? A chubby lawyer named George Conway. Do you know this guy, George Conway? Uh, I don't know him personally, no. Well, do you know who he's married to? Who is he married to? the great Kellyanne, Kellyanne Conway. Conway. And I can tell you right now that he voted for me in 2016 and he talks this big game because I think it's just part of like a role play with him and his wife. I think they go home and they, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's all foreplay to be like, Oh, how hard can you defend Trump? And then he pretends to hate me. And like, then they go home and, you know, make up, I guess. But no, it's a, it's a disgraceful group. It's a sad group. You know, half of them voted for me and now they act, you know, they act like they don't love their strong economy and their great, their great president. But it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's disloyal. I, I think Abraham Lincoln's relatives or descendants, as they're called, I think they should sue them. I think they should sue their pants off and say, you're not allowed to use Honest Abe's name for your disgraceful fake ads. So you can't use Honest Abe's name for dis you saying dishonest ads or they're just disgusting? They're dishonest and they're disgusting. How about that? So they're so you're saying their ads aren't true at all? Very false ads, very nasty ads. Hmm. 
So you've been dealing a great job with COVID, with with everyone wearing masks, your regulations to make sure that the spread of COVID is minimal. What's COVID? Okay. It's it's Corona COVID nineteen. Uh, you call it the Kung Flu. I think it's been called on. Oh, here. flujitsu, flujitsu, yeah, flujitsu. No, I don't know. We're doing fine with it. I didn't. I didn't ever, I've never even heard of COVID. So, you know, I think it's probably been. Uh, you know, I think they've made a big deal of it to attack Trump, but we're doing fine. I saw, I saw a lot of people in Texas and Arizona and Florida out enjoying themselves. So. I don't know why you didn't ask me about that. You should ask me about those states. So you don't feel threatened by the Lincoln Project at all? Why would I feel threatened? But they're named after a president that I'm now better than. So it's mm-hmm. almost like, it's like naming yourself, you know, you want to go after the New England Patriots and you name yourself, I know how we'll get them, with a Buffalo Bills. And it's like, you're a team famous for not being as good as the Patriots. So I'm not nervous about any Lincoln Park, Lincoln Project, Lincoln, you know, any Lincolns, Lincolns, Lincoln, even the Matthew McConaughey Lincoln, I'm not scared of. (laughs) You're not scared of the car? That's good. Not at all. Okay. Well, Mr. President, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us. uh, Well, I wish I could thank you, but I think this was one of the nastier sort of uh, tech stuff people the agency sent me. Really? And I thought you were very clean today. You know, I thought you were. Well, I uh, want to be clean know? because we're great values. We have great values. And, you know, um, you know, I want to be, it's the 4th of July. It's a time to celebrate. Okay. I mean, it's time for clean patriotic fun. That's why I bought Ivanka a two-piece American flag bikini because, you know, it's about family and patriotism and as you know, then the, you know, the hot dog eating contest we do each year with Ivanka. Well, so it's, we kept it very clean because I think we always keep it. I think a lot of people say, sometimes we get comments. They say, Mr. President, your podcast is a tremendous show, but sometimes it gets a little nasty. And I said, no, it's very clean. It's not nasty at all. It's a very clean show where sometimes we just talk about family traditions or, you know, my adult daughter's, pornographic body that <laughs> makes me proud as a father and a man uh, and an American. I think it's okay. Uh, I think that's totally fine. And like we said before, please leave a uh, five-star rating, leave a review on iTunes and um, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. Find a, a tier that's good for you. Follow us on social media at Trumpod, at JL Colvin, and at JNog. And also, if you live in the New York City area every single Tuesday at 6 p.m., uh, we do a comedy show at the Bel Air Diner. There's outdoor seating now available, so it's not a drive-in show. It's an outdoor comedy show at the Bel Air Diner, belairdiner.myc. We have awesome comics on every single week, so check that out. Mr. President, the floor is yours. Thank you. <laughs> that was really quick, and I was all, oh, oh, all promo oh, for the podcast. Tech just stuff's done with the Gettysburg Address. The Gettysburg Address. Well, let me tell you something, folks. Hey, everybody, it's JL. Thank you for listening. Um, you're right. We did keep this pretty clean this week, so I feel, I feel like I won't go to sleep uh, feeling like a total scumbag. Um, a couple of announcements for me. 
my channel, uh, my YouTube, two, two promos basically for both of my YouTube channels. If, if you're a fan of my stuff, please subscribe at youtube.com slash J-L-C-A-U-V-I-N. But also my new channel is starting to do, pick up some, some heat, Trump the Internet. Uh, so it's youtube.com slash Trump the Internet. Um, and there's some major videos going up this week and, and possibly a little attention for the channel. So uh, any and all subscribers that those are both to subscribe to either, both of those channels. Literally, all you have to have is a, a, a Gmail or Google account. And that's it. Uh, totally free. Helps me out. You can watch some of the videos. And uh, I guess that's it that I need to promote. I have my other podcast. If you ever want to hear my regular voice, it's called Righteous PK Podcast. Also available on iTunes, um, iTunes and Spotify. So I think that's it for me for now. Just a lot of my work right now is for obvious reasons, uh, video work. And thank you for supporting the podcast because uh, as I say this in my own voice, and I think Jay can concur. Um, I don't know what happens to this podcast after November. I think if Trump loses, it's uh, going to be a lot easier for me to continue doing the show morally. It may not be as popular, but I think it'll be fun to have Trump talking as a political commentator. So the show <laughs> very well might continue into the Biden presidency. I think there may be room for that, but maybe not. Maybe the demand won't be there. But I can tell you that for the next four to five months, this podcast, we are picking up a lot of heat. And it's going to be the place to be uh, going into this election. So please. Also, some live appearances, hopefully. Some sure. cities, everything's opening up, live appearances. So if you want us to come to your city, please tweet at us. We're setting that and up tell also. tell your friends. And the easiest thing you can do, other than obviously subscribing, and thank you for subscribing to my YouTube channels if you do. I'm trying to keep it to free things. But tell a friend. I know I, we say this a lot, but it really matters and it really helps. You know, if we have just to make it a round number, if we have 10,000 listeners, if each of you tells a friend, a family member, a comedy fan, if you really make the push and just say, hey, hey, I think you'd like this episode. Um, these guys are really funny. They're doing this good show and it's perfect for this year. Um, or, hey, you like that guy's impression? He has a podcast. That's all it can take. You know, in, in a month, we could double that. That's not unheard of to be like, hey, if everybody just kind of makes it their job to get a friend to listen. It costs nothing. And it's, if you enjoy it, then you'll probably enjoy talking to them about it. If you're both laughing about it, there's not a lot of new content out there because of all this. So sorry for the long pitch, but this is a, this is a huge year for this show. We've had some great luck early in the year with some, some videos I made that really expanded the audience. And now we just want it to blow up as big as possible before hopefully this nightmare called President Trump ends. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your support in any and all ways. And God help us all.